Your child is a supernova, and so are you. Dear Mother, Weeks ago, before we started traveling, Aviv and I watched We Crashed on Apple TV. Naturally, I don't take much to TV. I gravitate to binge-reading books rather than watching any series, while Aviv is absolutely, positively the opposite. Every once in a while, we collide on a book or some sort of something filmed, always a dear and special event. One night, after watching Tehran and celebrating our beloved Neve, we stumbled on the WeWork story and tapped play. Undeniably, the story is very controversial and affected many people in such a troubling way. The facts aside, something purely human and inspirational caught me separately. Anne Hathaway plays Adam's wife, Rebecca, or as he likes to call her, Rivka, after Isaac's wife in the Bible. She is this intense, often insufferable character that seems to be the epitome of spiritual bypassing. No matter. I fall for her a few times throughout the show, and what makes me fall is her unstoppable devotion and support for Adam. Repeatedly and chronically throughout the story, she looks him in the eye and picks him up spiritually, reminding him that he is a supernova, a powerful and luminous stellar explosion, as Wikipedia defines it. She mantras to him that he can manifest anything, and evidently with her support and infallible belief, he does. The irony of her character is that she's so insecure about her own creativity and endeavors, she can't for the life of her conjure the same ethereal support and faith in herself. Being the daughter of a father who has always been swimming in the stars and night phenomena, the term supernova obviously spoke to me. But more than that, I watched all the flaws of Adam's character play out, and I watched how despite them, Rebecca Newman never faltered in devotion or in reminding him how magnificent a creative event he actually was. Aren't we all supernovas? If part of your definition of this term includes a completely unique and creative event taking place, as mine does, then yes, we are. We've all come to happen to this world in our own way, and we are happening every single moment. Every single moment, we are these creative, luminous explosions of starlight, moving through arms and legs, experiencing through eyes, nose, mouth, and ears. And we are passing through, never to happen the same way again. Do we know that consciously? Do we hold ourselves this way or have someone else holding us this way? Do we hold our children as such? What's possible if we hold ourselves and others in this way? Not to say that there isn't any transformation to take place. The opposite. It seems to me that transformation and positive development can only take place when we are held in unconditional love and seen for our brilliance. The issue is that we are hardwired biologically to see problems first in the world and in each other and ourselves. But isn't it curious that when we fall in love, we only see perfection, a sense of wholeness? We also show up intentionally pretty put together, too. So it begs the question, can we access that love space always and by command? I know that deep down we want to, and I'm finding in this practice that it, it, that it indeed becomes a battle of ego. When seeing the person in front of us as totally whole tips the scale and becomes more important than coming out stronger than them, then we experience this miraculous quantum leap. Evidently, it may be easiest for our psyches to engage with children in this way. They are so fresh to this world, and our minds know it. Like star explosions, we too are creative events that are dynamic and changing. If we take an aerial view of our lives, that show of dynamic 
dynamism becomes a spectacle, like a wrinkle in time, like the aurora borealis, like hearing your favorite song for the first time. What seems to be true too is that it is almost impossible to hold others in this way without holding ourselves in this way. To hold yourself in this way is to drop all insecurities and perfectionisms for compassion, for confidence, and a peacefulness in an I'm still learning mentality. From there, you stop self-manipulating, you stop judging. However you show up is part of the creative event that you are. Without judgment, we are not restricted and closed. Transformation and change for the better become that much more accessible. In fact, it just happens. What about our children, these perfectly whole little people who've landed in our world just like we landed once? They are the closest thing to embodied starlight as it comes, primarily because they have yet to enter the matrices that make them question, hide, or feel ashamed for the unique personality that they are. I've mentioned it before. Rain is the one who came to life and begged me to transform on all possible planes mind, body, spirit. He is a dramatic personality that has always had heightened sensitivity in emotion, situational understanding, and body. These first years of his life have been my most challenging, primarily because he defied all of my people-pleasing tendencies. And in the heat of those moments, I've experienced being overly critical of him and of myself, especially when the part of me that feels bound by the matrix of the mind and the matrix of society is the one mothering. As if my kid has to show up a certain way in order to be accepted and worthy of others' love and friendship. Oh, how my heart breaks on both sides. It breaks because the truth is that I never want him to be anything other than his true self, while on the other hand, I never want him to be rejected as I have felt rejected. Cognitive dissonance and total mothering paradox, as they often happen. Supernova, a creative, luminous light explosion, a unique happening, an unstoppable force. I woke up the mornings after watching the series in this sort of inspirational hypnosis. These Rebecca Newman enactments exemplified something incredibly powerful that I've been feeling throughout these years of motherhood. While her enactment is part denial, most times it is also an example of unconditional love. In the human psyche, the landscapes are confusing and the line between them quite fine, but she seems to choose the latter. As I've been witnessing, whether as a life coach, a mother, or a plain old member of humanity, it's amazing to watch how we show up when we sense that others are seeing and interacting with our brilliance rather than our shortcomings. If Rain is any example, and of course he is, it's especially amazing to see that effect in children. It could be my denial, but I doubt it. Holding him this way, our bickering has become less and also less charged. Fewer breakdowns, even more, Ima, I love you, randomly and frequently. In short, I've been awed. I opened my eyes to Rain stumbling into our bedroom in the morning to wake us up. There he was, at 6.30 a.m., supernova, totally perfect and whole, no need to influence or disrupt any part of him. In the days following, supernova became my instant mantra. Suddenly, there was no breakdown without divinity, no imaginary friend or trash treasure to be dismissed. My son, all of a sudden, became a creative phenomenon to witness. Every moment of him, divine, dualistic reality and parenting disappeared. More than often, we face each other with judgment trickling behind the eyes, especially our children, at least 
that's been my greatest transformational experience. The most incredible change about this supernova mantra was that suddenly I was listening to him totally, so openly that every word he uttered from that day on went heard just as it was, without the backdrop of worry and judgment or my own self-judgment. His words fall into my ears and nothing else but his voice occupy them. I'm not worried about agreeing with them or not, just about their cosmic radiance, the fact that they are happening now and this here and now is unlikely to ever happen again in the exact same way. In particular, I've become obsessed in letting him know when I feel he's especially in his magic, that is, in flow with his creative DNA, in creative explosion as the unique, one-of-a-kind reign that he is. What's more, since I started holding and interacting with him in this way, I've naturally started interacting with myself in this way, and everyone else I have a cosmic dance with, Aviv, Liv, my mother, father, sister, water delivery man, TSA worker, etc. The practice isn't perfect, but it's not meant to be. It's a practice. The trick is to interact with each other in this way, to consciously choose the perspective and see each other as these unique creative events unfolding moment by moment, to choose to be open to and in awe of each other before we choose to rebuke or fix parts of each other, which in most cases probably don't need fixing to begin with, or if they do, they are much likely to, much more likely to transform while being held in non-judgment. To that point, I'm finding that because of this mentality, we also cleanse ourselves of the heavy baggage of shaming, shaming others and ourselves. It allows us to blossom and expand in the way our magic is meant to. It gives that starlight center stage. We hold ourselves and each other as whole rather than broken or needing to be rerouted or fixed. We come out of victim mode and mentality. We stand in holiness. If you look objectively at your life in any given period, you'll notice themes taking place. For me, this is one. And I realize that it's inherent in the music and sound experience experiment that I'm hosting here weekly. This is an experiment and potential opportunity to experience that unique supernova energy within ourselves, because what we feel when we feel music is our unique life force and spirit and personality. I was going to say spirituality, which is like a Freudian slip, but maybe it's meant to be here. <laughs> anyway, music gives us an opportunity to witnessing and to witness and feel the cosmic explosion of light that we are on all levels, physically, mentally, spiritually. The more we identify that sensation in ourselves and witness it in others, I have a feeling we may be creating a here and now that mirrors the spiritual freedom we all come from and the one we return to in the end. To foster that freedom in ourselves and in our children is to change the world now and forever. <laughs>